brain might just help you learn something in more ways than one. Welcome to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. Dr. Bell is a licensed marriage and family therapist. He'll be your guide on this crazy exploration designed to bring life back to our existence. Can you become the element of change in an ever-changing world? Possibly, but you've got to listen on to find out. Now, here's the host of Absurd Psychology, Dr. Gary Bell. Welcome, everybody. Okay, we're gonna, today we're going to be talking about clicks, and this is uh, well, what I titled the show is "Clicks: Human Pack Animals." <laughs> you know, a, a click. You know, just looking at the straight, dry definition is a small, exclusive group of people, and. and you know, the groups usually form when pe- with people in clubs or organizations or teams where they establish a strong comfort zone within that group. In other words, the, these people become uh, so comfortable that venturing off and joining a new group becomes a different world for them. Uh, you know, for example, a, a football player who usually hangs out with his team may experience a lot of discomfort when socializing with theater students or maybe a trumpet player feels out of place uh, when with the basketball players, you know, it, it's just it creates a lot of social isolation. And sometimes the tension between uh, groups uh, can hurt uh, and, and it can hurt the whole body, let's say, of students as a whole or people at work as a whole. You know, it's oftentimes students fail to open themselves up to their to their fellow classmates. I mean, basically what does is it leaves them to be very distant from each other socially, even though they may sit in the same classes together every day. So in order to really connect with other classmates, a person must attempt to go outside their comfort zone. And in order uh, to be somebody that is out there trying to mix with lots of people and not just trying to be uh, somebody that is, is uh, you know, socially isolated. And so, you know, separation from other classmates and other groups can sometimes result in controversy and intention. And groups become uh, tagged with stereotypes that often uh, um, participating members of that group. For example, teens who are uh, a part of out of school heavy metal bands may be tagged as gothic or drug using people because their music choice has been associated with these awful stereotypes uh, out in the world today. So people make these uh, generalizations in school. And in addition, clicks can also lead to the encouragement of negative peer pressure. If one person sees a friend ridiculing a group or a person because of their beliefs or interests, they may feel obligated to join in because the friendship they have. And also, you know, clicks may limit people's ability to have diverse friendships. You know, if, if people are completely focused on their friends in football and not in the other organizations, they fail to reach out and have a variety of friends with different interests. So their life is somewhat closed. You know, they can also, uh, clicks can be a good thing. They can serve as a support system. And when you're in need and when you're stressed, when you're sick or you're hurt, your group is there for you. They, they are there to back you up, to make you feel better, to be there when you need to talk. And without this group, a person might feel isolated from the world and lonely, thus causing feelings of, of depression, of sadness, because they must endure pain and hardships alone. You know, great friendships can be established. And these friendships can often get us through, you know. And, and so that's 
according to people's needs. But the problem is, is that people join clicks out of insecurity. They need that reinforcement because they don't feel safe to be alone. They need to join something. That also shows a sign that a person is not fully formed who they are. They're making decisions based on a pack of people. And so sometimes that that relational thing, turn you turn into a person in the clique rather than the person who you are because you compromise who you are to join the clique. And so, you know, it's also a lot of cliques develop abandonment where they'll just dump somebody, they'll turn on somebody if they're no longer following what the clique is doing. And so if they feel like you're not becoming the person that represents the clique very well, they will abandon you and thus for you'll feel yourself alone. And that can be very traumatizing for people. You know, after watching, you know, Clicks, they can be both good and bad, and, and each person is entitled to their opinion about them, and many people have different experiences with them. You know, they may be positive because they allow people to have a circle of friends that have similar interests and beliefs. However, they may be negative as well because they keep people from reaching out to new groups and seeing the unique talents that other people have. Either way, in order to have a fantastic time. So, you know, interacting with cliques is part of normal social development, regardless of your gender, your ethnicity, your popularity. Although these cliques are most commonly studied and found during adolescence and in the middle school uh, childhood development, they are prominent. And they also exist in all age groups. Uh, typically, people in a clique will, will not have a complete open friend group. They can therefore ban members of the clique if they do something that is, that is considered unacceptable, such as talking to someone generally disliked by the clique. And, and people that are part of a clique are bonded together through shared similar social characteristics, such as race, ethnicity, economic status, physical appearance, culture, whatever it is, they band together in those little groups. And sometimes they're big groups. Uh, but also, you know, things like gangs are cliques also. And uh, th- these are things where people have to uh, initiate. They have to go through an initiation process to get into them. And they all share a lot of things in common. And a lot of people don't realize that when you're loyal, you're not always going to be the smartest person. Because loyalty can require a person to do something completely against their values, uh, completely against who they are. And it's sad but when people do things out of loyalty, um, they are foregoing who they are. And they yet they are taking responsibility for doing something just because it's representative mm-hmm. of a clique. You know, social isolation is basically a, a degree of apartness. And, and we have a, a structural and subjective interpretation. Social isolation may occur when cliques set themselves apart from other groups. And they can also involve a high degree of social commitment to a specific group. And that's where gangs come in. And they have enormous uh, amount of social commitment. And, and that the stronger the level of commitment results in an individual having to reduce the amount of interaction with other social groups. The tighter that these cliques become, the more laws that they create, informal laws that they create and enforce within themselves. And so there is, once again, a sense of living under a standard of the clique rather than the standard of the law of the United States, which 
supports individual, rugged individualism. The United States is made up of rugged individualism and cliques kind of go against the ability for a person to fully understand a complete culture that they live in. You know, different factors affect the way cliques are established and who's included within the membership. In some cases, people are subconsciously placed in a clique by association. For example, joining a a church, joining a basketball team. It usually causes others to automatically perceive you as an athlete. You know, if if you're joining a basketball team, many people may gravitate towards a clique subconsciously, though through the way they're perceived or whom they're associated with. You know, a lot of kids in high school will join a team so they could be perceived as an athlete, even if they're not. They just want that. They want that click status that it gives them, you know, to be able to date an athlete rather than somebody that's just a, a very smart student, um, that gives them a sense of identity. And it's sad because sometimes that identity is completely not who that person really, really is. You know, members of cliques often create their own dress code. They're, they communicate with each other in a u- unique manner. And as a result, this makes a clique unique and it gives each member a reassuring feeling that they belong to that specific group. And as these cliques come together, it isn't hard to distinguish one from the other. You know, interactions between members of a clique can also lead to an organized organize of social events, parties, significant dates, private meetings. Clique members have a strong commitment towards their group. And in regards to this, uh, being present at social events is seen as mandatory. Um, another system of cliques and the most serious uh, system of cliques is when people go out of high school and move into college and then they join a social or a fraternal organization. And when they do that, they have to go through once again an initiation and they become a part of a group rather than become who they are on campus as an individual. They have to follow the rules of the group. And so the sad truth is, is that when young people join cliques, they're not gathering uh, uh, experience in life that is individual that allows them to get to know who am I, who am I and what am I about. And that is what childhood is about, is about coming into your own as an individual. And so the problem with cliques is it pulls you away and it doesn't allow you to individuate. And so your development gets stalled. And so, uh, you know, interactions can also uh, uh, cause uh, homophily, and and it's a term that is used to describe the way people tend to link up with others due to the fact that they're similar uh, characteristics. So, uh, you know, homophily is also very prevalent in today's society. This, this, uh, This concept can be seen as a possible main cause for click Uh, uh, formation. You know, a lot of people that leave a clique will maintain the standards that they had during the clique and the communication style, and they end up only identifying with people that are similar in characteristics to the cliques that they joined, once again, because they haven't developed fully as a person. And so they just want comfort, comfort, comfort. And that's, once again, insecurity. You know, networking involves meeting up with new people to form relationships, work together to better gain opportunity. Some people find that being associated with a clique is a way to find or gain better chance at success. For example, they uh, may join, like I said, a, a sorority or fraternity to gain better advantage of getting a job because they may be hired by someone who may be affiliated 
related to that uh, to that uh, sorority or fraternity. You know, they go hand in hand in the way people network are especially prevalent for those looking for jobs. And that's a good reason to join a sorority or fraternity. They also sometimes do good voluntary work uh, to help people in society. But the bottom line is, is if you're going to join a group, you don't want to join a group to blend into the group. You don't want to join a group for identity. You want to join a group because it offers you benefits to enhance your individuality. You know, if, they, if they're trying to mold you into what they want, that's not a good click. You know, every click has some form of organization that makes up the network of social interaction. And informal click networks are, are, are groups that do not have a legitimate organizational structure in which they can be established and dissolved in a shorter time period. An informal click may consist of a person's uh, friend group or coworkers, while it may also identify other more informal groups, such as criminal gangs. On the other hand, a formal clique is a group with socially accepted uh, workers, while it may also identify other more informal groups, such as the criminal gangs, once again. You know, a, a formal clique is a group with a socially accepted organization and a hierarchy and structure. A formal clique is composed of, of people who have identified, and their members basically, who have identifiable roles and interactions with one another. And it's found in the structure of numerous professional organizations, businesses, and even a family structure. Culture is very influential pa- fa- uh, factor in an organization of a clique. Uh, for example, there may be differences in language, beliefs, traditions, and, and, and they have always created a distinct separation or a boundary between groups of people, even though the members of that particular group are constantly changing. The formation and deformation of a clique uh, structures do not end with adolescence. You know, they move on into adult life. And uh, they also, a click may uh, inhibit external social influence by impacting the emotions, the opinions, and the behaviors of group members. There are many ways in which a perception of information between members in a click can influence other members on a greater level than if they had received the same information from a different source. For example, receiving information from a close friend or a family member is interpreted and responded to in a different way compared to receiving the same information from someone who's not within the click structure. I mean, basically a click will develop a kind of a delusional way of viewing information. And you see it through the, the psyche of the, the click. Now, look at it, kids' clicks. You know, kids' clicks are, are about feeling left out. If you're on the outside of a clique, it can make you frustrated and confused as a child. Maybe someone who has their best friend last week, it means uh, to you, they wouldn't be able to sit with you at lunch all of a sudden. You may have this best friend and now that best friend joins a clique, you're no longer a part of it. And so if you don't join it, they can't sit with you anymore. And kids don't understand that. So, you know, cliques can be very, very influential in elementary school. You know, it can make you feel like crying or just feeling really angry or sad. You you might feel lonely at lunch after school or even afraid that someone might pick on you or fight with you because they're a part, you're not a part of a clique. And so it's very strong influence on children, sadly, that if they're not a part of something, they're isolated. And so a lot of kids get low self-esteem because of this clicky type of insecurity groups that are created 
and the, the way the people communicate, the way the people act with each other in that clique continues to push other kids away. And so there's a lot of loneliness and a lot of despair, a lot of frustration, a lot of anger, a lot of insecurity that's created in the people who don't join the cliques. Also, one of the hard things about cliques is if a person who is your friend joins one and starts treating you differently. You know, sometimes the problem starts with an argument between the two of you, but at other times you can find yourself on the outside of a clique even if nothing happened because maybe somebody in the group doesn't associate with you and they're more influential on your friend. You know, sometimes you get left out because you look, act, or dress differently from the other kids or just because you're the new kid in class. You know, kids who get into cliques usually want to be popular and feel cool. You know, sometimes kids think that belonging to a clique will keep them from feeling left out. Some kids feel more powerful when they're mean to other people, like bullies. You know, kids and cliques sometimes act differently than they would outside the group. They often go along with what the others are doing. And even if they know it's not right, even if it means leaving out a friend, you know, some kids might even feel bad about the way they treat other kids, but they can't figure out how to be cool and still be nice to the person who's not in the clique. And so there's, there's, this is no excuse, though. Plenty of kids manage to be nice to everyone. You know, kids outside their closest group of friends without being part of a clique. You know, feeling trapped in a clique is also something that kids experience. Sometimes kids and cliques find that they don't really want to belong to it anymore. They don't want to leave the others out and hurt people's feelings. And sometimes they realize they're missing out on being friends with great kids outside of the clique. Some kids don't want to be bossed around by the other rules of the clique. And they don't like that other another kid is trying to be in charge of them. Being in a clique might mean because they, they have a hierarchy you know, might mean that they have to give up freedom and maybe even change the kind of people they are and what kind of music they listen to and what kind of clothes they wear. Because once again, these cliques all have a hierarchy and there's some kids that are in charge and there's other kids that are just followers. Even, you know, uh, as kids get older, they can grow out or outgrow the need to be a part of it and feel more uh, relaxed about who who is in and who, who is out. For some kids, this takes a long time. Some people, it never leaves them. And so, you know, most cliques have disappeared at the end of high school, making way for more fun, enjoyable friendships. However, uh, when kids are insecure and they go off to college, they start forming cliques again, but they have even more rules, more structure, And uh, sometimes they're very destructive. Sometimes they put themselves in front of the education. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to talk about elementary school. We're going to move on into teenage cliques. And then we're going to talk about adult cliques, work cliques, and all kinds of other click, click, click. Come back. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Dr. Gary Bell is a licensed marriage and family therapist in Southern California, but he is here to help you no matter where you are. Visit drgbmft.com. You can schedule an appointment with Dr. Bell, and many major health insurance plans are accepted. Call or text Dr. Bell today at 951-818-7856. 
or visit drgbmft.com. Dr. Bill could help you take back your life in four to eight carefully constructed sessions. Stop coping and start living in the now. Call 951-818-7856 or visit drgbmft.com today. Inspired, encouraged, and connected on our lively, award-winning, healthy living power hour, Star Style. Be the star you are with host and empowerment architect, Cynthia Bryan. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Tune in to the Power Party for positive, uplifting, life-changing talk radio. Visit StarStyleRadio.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. If you have a question for Dr. Gary or his guest, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. That's easy enough, but... If you want to send an email, it'll take some thinking. Got a pen? The email address is drgbmft at sbcglobal.net. Or you can just click on Email Host on the Voice America page. Now back to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. Welcome back, everybody. All right, we're talking about clicks, and uh, basically we're talking about a lot of people that have a lot of insecurities that need to join a group in order to feel like their own person and feel accepted. Feeling accepted is a very important part of life. We're social creatures. We want to feel accepted. So sometimes joining a click uh, means that you become a person that's in the clique and that takes your identity away. Now you're just a part of the clique. You're no longer the person that you are. And it depends on your commitment to it. But cliques are pretty serious and they do require a lot of activity to stay within the group and a certain behaviors that are structured around being in that group. So what can you do? If you're in elementary school, if you're a little kid, what can you do if cliques are upsetting you? What can you do? Well, find friends. If you find yourself left out of a certain group, focus on other friends. Hang out with kids who aren't part of a clique. Sometimes this means finding older or younger kids to hang out with or making friends outside of school. Sometimes it means being open to kids who look or act differently than you do. Also, you may want to speak up. You know, if your group of friends has suddenly turned into a clique, speak up. It's okay to say that you want to invite others to hang out with you too. Be prepared for the fact that the clique might go on without you, but on the other hand, others might follow your lead and stop acting so clicky. You know, most schools have counselors and policies to help cliques from getting out of hand. Maybe you could become an advisor or an advocate or write about it in a school paper. You also might want to invite a friend. If you're on the outside of a clique, you might want to be friends with someone who's in it. So invite that person to do something with you. It might help if you can see your friend away from the other clique members. 
yours. Maybe uh, your mom or dad could arrange to have that friend visit at your house on a weekend or by spending time together, they might start realizing how silly it is not to hang out more often with you. But also be prepared for possible disappointment. Even if you have a great time together, your friend might still slip back into the clique when you're all back at school. You also don't want to take it out on yourself. Some kids feel they should try to change themselves, and that's okay, too. Maybe you want to get uh, healthy and fit or, or learn to smile more or be less cranky. It's great to work on yourself, but do it for you, not for anyone else. If, if some kids are being mean to you because they think you don't fit in, don't let them make decisions about the kind of kid you are or going to be. Decide for yourself. And then get help to reach out for your own goals. Ask for a cool cousin or a friend to help you revamp your wardrobe or get a new haircut. But only change yourself for something that you want to do, not to be accepted. You also want to look for friends everywhere you are. The most popular, well-liked kids are the ones who are friendly to everyone. You know, you want to do your best to let everyone feel welcome to talk to you. Look for, look for chances to meet, talk with, play with plenty of different kids. It's some, it, it, is someone sitting alone at lunch? Why not ask them to sit at your table? Maybe you notice the kids standing outside the fence while you're on the, uh, playing basketball. You know, it's time to invite them to, to the court. You know, who knows? Maybe the two of you will be a really uh, click yourselves. Maybe you'll have good chemistry. Maybe you'll become friends. Now, that's a much better kind of click. Now, teen clicks, you know, why are they so important to teenagers? One of the biggest reasons why teenagers join clicks is because they value friends before everything else, including parents. You know, peer relationships are everything, and in some ways, they replace the family. So, you know, the cliques provide valuable opportunities for teams to, to learn a, a mix of social skills as well. Teens learn how to, to barter, how to take responsibility, how, how to take collective responsibility. You know, you have to ask, do, do cliques increase the status of a team, of a teen among their peers? Yes. Yes, depending on your role in a clique, uh, status is received vis-a-vis uh, -vis the other group members. When, when a new teen comes into a teen group, for example, there are certain things that other teens will communicate to them about their group. You know, older members or leaders will make very clear to the newcomer just what it is and what is not appropriate behavior. And these peer leaders even uh, will reprimand other kids when they do something unacceptable. The leaders can help maintain the group and the clique in this way. Now, now how do teens feel when they are a part of a clique? Well, members of a clique learn to mutually support and nurture one another. It's, it's a lot of self-soothing of each person in the clique and, and you know they join because they gradually want to be friends with members of the group or it's more sometimes about popularity See, you know teens usually join cliques because there is a group of kids that they like or they're attracted to and want to spend time hanging out with them some teens join the popular kids group as they value this uh, popularity quality you know, there's others join different kinds of groups like music, sports, smart kid groups because they're attracted to the qualities and the values of the members. There are usually many groups to explore, select, and pursue. And this is, once again, it doesn't necessarily have to be a bad thing. It's just how deep are you going to be required to go into the clique 
and how much uh, do you have to give up of yourself to be a part of that group? It's one thing to learn, and you know you're going to have to learn. And it's good that you get socialization. It's it's good that you get influence, but also you want to take away your own individual self and your own individual uh, decision making from the click. Take the good and leave the bad. You know, teens are really busy trying to figure out who am I, uh, what their passions are, what they want to do. So parents often step in and try to control this self-discovery process. But clicks seem to do a good job letting teens be their own guide. And in doing so, teens can become more independent, more mature. However, if you're in a drug click or a cigarette click or whatever kind of click like that or alcohol click, not a good deal. Not a good deal. And yeah, your parents are probably going to step in on that. You know, a group or click members create a sense of connection, yet they're not uh, running their lives. And this provides a shift, a process that provides stepping back a bit, which encourages teens to discover their voice and identity. But at some point, they're going to end up leaving the click. Um, to, you know, why do teenagers join it? Well, to further answer that, it's important to know that teens join cliques to build relationships within these teen groups. They also join because cliques offer some sense of freedom, and teens want freedom more than anything else. And when they have it, they're also going to experience mistakes. So freedom is the ability to choose and the power to act. And too often, parents and other, other adults snatch away valuable learning experiences by choosing and acting uh, for our teenagers. However, it's let's not forget the skill to choose and the power to act must be nurtured and learned by that kid. That teenager needs to learn that. Don't take it away from them. If they're joining a, a clique that seems to be somewhat reasonable and healthy, let them learn social skills from that. But Understand that they may be hurt if they're abandoned by the clique or abandoned by their friends. You know, to become independent, teens must learn how to do things for themselves. Freedom is necessary for this learning to occur, and some cliques can offer that sense of freedom. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, parents should know that becoming a member of a teen group is very difficult and time-consuming. And in general, parents need to have greater sensitivity to how much work it is for teens to join a group or a clique. Parents should offer loving help and encouragement at every turn if it's a healthy click. Um, you know, uh, finally, parents should never try to, to join their teen's group. They want to always remember the parent's job is to stay connected. It's to balance the connecting with stepping back and letting go. And that is a balancing act. Now, there are adult cliques, and when we all belong to at least one group or more, some of these groups were born into, others we choose. Some groups are benevolent, others not much. Others uh, are downright revolting. You know, it's nauseating to realize that some of these groups have been put into play over centuries ago and continue to do damage. High school, middle school, elementary school got nothing uh, on a real-life adult clique. That happens. If you're involved in clicks that promote something or anything negative, get off that immediately. Clicks need to be a shutdown unless the clicks use their powers for good. If it's just an adult click, 
for you know judging people for looking at people for making you know feeling uh, like you have something in common once again you're pulling away from your individuality whether it's on campus at work or in a social function function clicks can uh, be rather uninviting, unapproachable, and sometimes aggressive. You know, they huddle together and sometimes demand attention in the whole room, or they whisper about people nearby. All of these actions are not only immature, but they're extremely rude and distasteful. And we're also going to talk about mommy clicks. All right, some adult clicks go as far as hurting people, not just feelings, which matter, but, you know, it, 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 it psychologically, they can really isolate an adult. And if you're at work and you're stuck with dealing with a click that you don't agree with, how hard is that to have to go to that every day and deal with that every day and know that you're trapped because that's your income and that's how you support your family? You know, uh, for those of you who are attached to their high school click, living life on high school status is not only boring, but it also shows the inability to grow and change. Life has all kinds of stages. We're not meant to stay in just one. So move on from your high school click days and make new clicks or forget about it altogether. You know, Facebook also has created social media clicks where people go back into their childhood and it's amazing how fake people can be on Facebook putting up this persona of a life when it's it's not really who they are but it's only just to be socially accepted by certain people that are out there that they interact with you know whether it's pressure to get in a group or pressure to maintain a position pressure really sucks Pressure to fit in the mold or to be a puppet or to be something you're not, these pressures should die. You know, good pressures are like to be a better person, help the environment, to do good for yourself and others. Those pressures are great, but any click that pressures you from for any reason at the point that you, you can't be a part of other people in life, that's not something you want to be a, a part of. You know, clicks can also be so cruel, they will actually point and laugh. You know, now I know we've seen this in the movies. While we, we can't believe everything we see in the movies, I do know a few people, including myself, who have actually witnessed the, this kind of gross behavior pointing at someone and laughing. You know, singling someone out for whatever reason to poke fun is not funny or cute. It shows a real lack of emp- empathy, it, it shows a real lack of humanness, and it's it's shameful. You know, many people are not part of cliques because they don't fit into some social standard that has been prescribed by a group. This could be equated to having certain um, material goods or having a similar social and non-economic background. If you don't have such and such thing or make such and such money, you can't be included. You know, who wants to be a part of, of a, a group like that? It's It's crazy. And also, many people are rejected because the group determines who is cool and who's not. You know, meaning if you're not cool like us, then you can't roll. You know, to be honest, I'm, I'm not trying to roll with people who think I'm not cool. I'm not going to do that because I don't fit their ideas. I, I'm not going to take that pressure. Life is too, got too many problems to have to deal with fitting in. Just be yourself, you know. They also, these adult cliques, um, and not just adult cliques, all cliques can pit people against each other. And it's essentially a, a micro combat. If you're not like me, then you must be made of, uh, hurt, made fun of, hurt, or eliminated. You know, that old school idea of fitting into a box is, is, is old school. 
we are now more than ever celebrated for our differences. We This is a world economy. This is a group. We are a part of something bigger than just a group. We are a very, very diverse culture in this world. And so we've got to learn to keep our brains open. You know, let's, let's keep it real. Many adult cliques dismiss others, meaning if you're not a, a part of a certain color or if you can't belong. Some cliques are essentially racist. You know, they take that as you want, but you know what I'm talking about. You know, adult cliques tend to be made up of people with similar cultures, traits, races. You know, having cliques that are based on the color of your skin has never been popular, uh, you know, it's not a good thing. It's really not to, to, to make it something where you're just a, a, a race or a culture and you isolate yourself from the rest of the world. You know, as a result, some cliques function. They, they use their hatred or violence to attack other people. Some cliques attack uh, the gay community, the black communities. Other attack cultures, religions that diverge from their own. You know, none of this is okay ever. It's entitlement. And it's entitlement that is gotten in a pack. And once again, I call cliques a human pack animals. You know, dealing with adult cliques, you know, once, you know, when we're young, we live in a a me-centered universe. And it makes a lot of sense that 6 or 16-year-olds assume what transpires around them is somehow a reflection on them. But it, it makes a lot of sense at 36 or 40 or 53, like I am, you know, one of the best ways to know that uh, people aren't intending or personally slighting you is important. But what happens is when people are rejected uh, from cliques, what happens is, especially at a young age, they go through their life trying to be accepted because they weren't accepted by a group or they become insecure to join a group. Uh, they, they, t- they, they don't initiate because they're afraid because they were rejected by a group. They feel like they're always going to be rejected. You know, uh, I've listened to a lot of internal thoughts to know that it is naive to assume that people uh, are never thinking about me when I notice that I'm uninvited to some event or excluded from social groups. So part of what what makes uh, uh, rejection real or imagined difficult is that if you're desperately insecure or if you want everyone else's validation, you're not always going to get it because people just don't have the time to give it. And so when you're dealing with an adult clique, you don't want to be seeking uh, how people perceive you. You want to perceive yourself. You know, take a look around. You know, take a look around at people that are their own person that are comfortable in those their skin. That is the kind of group that you want to be around. Those are the kind of people you want to support yourself. Now, look, let's look at these mommy cliques. You know, this does this sound familiar? You know, if if you're a part of, you know, mommy cliques can be totally nasty because they congregate around their children and uh, they may join a gymnastics group or that their kid may be, you know, at the park or whatever. But some of these mommy cliques can be bad if you've got a person that is deeply insecure because that person is always going to want to have attention and they're going to pollute the group because oftentimes mommies want to show each other how great they are. They want to show each other how much better of a mommy they are or how much better their children are. And they do a lot of bragging. Some people do. Some other moms are there just to be there to watch their kid develop and develop good friends. And so some of these cliques can be very dangerous because they can push a mom out. 
you know, uh, um, you know, you see, your, and then the other humiliation about a mommy click is your child is watching that too. And, and so it can be very destructive to be a part of a bad mommy click. You know, if, if you've ever had the feelings of inadequacy or inferiority, and then you see that as a reflection on your son or your daughter, that can be devastating. And so, you know, you really want to work through the idea of is this a good thing or not. All right, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back and continue talking about clicks. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Do you like what you're hearing on the show today? Dr. Gary Bell wants to help you no matter where you are. He's fast, efficient, effective, and has a no-bull approach to helping you in less than 10 sessions. If you're ready to change right now, drop everything and call or text Dr. Bell at 951-818-7856 or visit drgbmft.com today. You can also follow Dr. Bell on Twitter at drgbmft for some great insight and direction. Are you ready? Make that change. Pick up the phone or go to the site, 951-818-7856 or drgbmft.com. Remember, drgbmft.com. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are tuned in to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. If you have a question for Dr. Gary or his guest, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. That's easy enough, but if you want to send an email, it'll take some thinking. Got a pen? The email address is drgbmft at sbcglobal.net. Or you can just click on Email Host on the Voice America page. Now back to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. Welcome back, everybody. All right, we're talking about clicks. Um, right now I'm talking about mommy clicks and, you know, the mean girl clicks. <laughs> you know, you want to be really careful because, you know, girls can be extremely mean with their clicks. Uh, they can be extremely aggressive. Girls are much better talkers in general. Not, I'm not talking very general here. Uh, I'm not trying to stereotype, but oftentimes they're better communicators than guys are. And so their clicks are often require a lot of communication, a lot of mimicking, a lot of things that uh, maybe looks uh, positive, but it also can be very judgmental of somebody who doesn't do what the click agrees with. You know, it's it. First of all, um, mommy clicks are great if they're supportive of mommies and kids, but they're not great if they're in support of judging mommies and then hurting little kids because they've judged. You know, these kids, when you're in a mommy clique and you bring your kid into there to play with other kids, your kid may get along with the meanest mom in the group. And guess what? They can't be friends because that mom, you're not accepted by that mom. You know, it can be something as destructive as that. And that's a confusing message for kids. So if you are a mom and you want to join a group, and and I don't blame you for wanting to because to become a new mom, you want to learn from other mothers. Uh, You want to learn from other people. You want to learn what choices other people are making. You want to watch what they're doing that's, that's positive. I know how important that is. But you also want to be very careful. Do your research. You know, be willing to walk away 
okay if you don't feel accepted or want to be there. If you're not enjoying yourself, then don't be a part of that. Research and, and go out there and find out what mommy groups are out there. It may be dog park mommies. It may be uh, the park, the local park by you. It may be the, the exercising, you know, the jogger uh, mommies that where they push their, the, the kid, their, their kids uh, around while they're getting exercise. You know, whatever the mommy group is, make sure that you hold tight to that group and hold tight to the good people that are there. But if you feel that it's a negative experience, don't put yourself in there because your child's going to form relationships and then they may not be able to be friends with kids that they really like. You know, um, you know. The other thing is these these uh, cliques cause so much inadequacy and inferiority in the people that aren't accepted by them. And remember that that's probably going to take you back to childhood. And those kind of things can be very destructive. Those kind of feelings can really hurt. And so also mommies are oftentimes no longer working. And so they feel uh, that they are being, they're out of school. You know, they feel like they're just totally out of uh, what they're used to and they're not working they feel insecure already their body has changed you know mommy groups can be extremely it's a a very sensitive time for a a woman um, because of all the changes that they're having to deal with because they're tired uh, because they're raising a a baby you know the deal is or raising a toddler or, or whatever but the deal is is that once again if you're going to be a part of a mommy group understand that that mommy click has to be something that is socially good for you and offers you support. If it's not doing it, then you need to run for the hills. All right, now work clicks. If you thought clicks were a thing in your past, something from your high school years, if you you thought totally wrong, you know, if you look at um, surveys like there's one for Career Builder, 43% of workers say their office is populated by clicks. And these are tightly knit groups of coworkers who basically socialize in and outside the office, and oftentimes they exclude other people. You know, people are creatures of habits, and the habits you pick up early in life often carry through, uh, through from your childhood into your adult life. Um, you have to look at the idea that, and through a nationwide survey, uh, that. You know, it's conducted by Harris Interactive. I'm sorry, I was trying to find the survey here. And and that's also on behalf of uh, Career Builder. It asked about 3,000 full-time U.S. workers about the social dynamics of their workplaces and how clicks can affect the office. Only 11% of the respondents said they feel intimidated by clicks at work. But one in five, 20%, have done something they're really not interested in or didn't want to do just to fit in with that particular group. About half of this subgroup attended happy hours, 21% watched certain TV shows or a movie just so they were able to discuss it with the coworkers the next day. You know, 19% made fun of someone else or pretended not to be like them. 17% pretended to be uh, to like certain food, nine percent took smoke breaks to fit in and, and with an office click, and, and meanwhile, one in seven, fifteen percent said they hide their their political affiliation. Ten uh, percent said they don't feel uh, they don't want to reveal their personal hobbies, and nine percent said they keep their religious affiliations and beliefs a secret to avoid being excluded. You know, at work is very serious because you spend oftentimes more time with the people you work with than you do with your own family. And so, you know, you've got to look at 
uh, how this influences you. You know, these work clicks, we're going to talk about how to deal with them and how to how to work through the idea of, of dealing with a work uh, click. Because once again, that can be so destructive to your social well-being. All right. You know, uh, there may be some advantages to also to, to joining a click at work. And, and that, that could be a good thing. I mean, it, if you look at it, you know, it, it can be extremely detrimental to your career if you're not accepted sometimes at work. About 13% of workers said their presence in the office clicks has had a negative impact on their career advancement. But it's easy, you know, to get labeled as a part of a group and then it becomes your part of your identity. You know, this can be important when upper management may not be able to spend enough time with staffers or get to know them well. And sometimes who you associate with is uh, who becomes your boss or your manager. You know, it, it's, it's also you have to understand that if you're in a workplace and you become part of management, you may not be a part of the clique you used to be in. So it may be detrimental to your career building to be a part of a certain group because they may turn on you if you become, for instance, a manager or somebody that becomes a decision maker. You know, it's important if you become a manager and you're a part of a clique that no longer, that is not a part of management, you, you may want to create team building activities and assemble people from different groups to work on projects to help discourage behaviors that can alienate other people. You know, uh, um, you want to practice what you preach, but if, if you're going to become a decision maker, you want to start by letting people have an opinion. And offering people opinions so that you can be accepted by the people that you uh, may turn on you at work. So dealing with work clicks, try to spend time with all your co- co-workers, not just one particular group. You know, if you're not part of a click, still treat individual click members in, in, a, in a courteous manner. Maintain a professional attitude when you a- interact with them, even if they do not. You know, you want to do your best to be intimidated uh, not intimidated by a click. Most of them have little institutional power. Um, their, their members are not in a, p- a position to promote you or give you a raise because once again, they're in the click out of insecurity. And you need to know that most clicks have a leader and identify that leader, who that person is, and double your efforts not to be intimidated by them. And you also want to d- determine whether joining a click will be beneficial or detrimental to your career. You know, it, it take a very real assessment of whether you really need the advantages of being part of a clique. If you don't, the potential for professionally damaging stereotypes might just outweigh the potential for gain. Also, if cliques target you, if they taunt you or turn their backs on you and gossip about you, do your best not to react. You know, oftentimes cliques in the workplace are created by a union and a union status, and you want to be very cautious of dealing with that uh, practicality. You know, sometimes if you don't join a union, uh, you may be rebelled against. And so it's a very important for you to look and weigh uh, how to deal with that click. You know, you may want to be nice to the union. You may want to be courteous about the union, but you just individually don't join it. And some people can respect that. You know, you also want to divide and conquer. You want to try to form positive connections with each click member separate from the group if you're in a group click or a work click if you're dealing with that deal with each individual rather than deal with them as a group 
you know, should a click uh, make your work like difficult, seek outside guidance from a mentor or a counselor or a career coach. If your company is full of clicks, you may even want to find a job in a different company with better leadership and stronger management. You know, try to find a group of coworkers to spend time with who don't overindulge in office gossip. And it's, it's the biggest pitfall of a click is gossip. And um, you also want to try to become a non-click role model. Demonstrate non-exclusionary behavior by asking different coworkers to join you for lunch, coffee breaks, or after-work events. So, what are what is what can be good within a click? Well, clicks aren't all bad. Seriously, you know they're not. If they were, why would they be so common? Almost every American. Uh, has dealt with them. Well, here's what they do. They offer friendship. Whatever the click is based on popularity, sports, nerdiness, it provides a way for people with similar interests to find each other and it tells them uh, what company or what people they would probably enjoy. Although shared interests and spending time together aren't the only reasons two, two people become friends, they are important first steps. Also, clicks can be good because they provide a role Every click needs a leader. If, if it needs an organizer, it needs a peacemaker and someone to be the butt of a joke, among other roles. Uh, part of a click allows a team to practice or a person to practice one of these roles. As the roles shift and the group's membership changes over time, the team's place within the group or the uh, person's place within the group can change too. So it teaches some sense of responsibility by having to play a role. And it also establishes some sense of identity. Being part of a, 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 a click means that some effort to answer the question, who am I? Being a member of a particular click provides one answer to that. You're a popular kid. You're a jock. You're a nerd or whatever the click offers you. That click and that identity come from a stereotype that a teen can adopt to see how well they like it. So they're trying it on like a suit to see if how it fits. You know, um, and then they'll be seen, you know, if they uh, are uncomfortable with that, they may be looked at as a poser and, and may be forced out of it. Whether you think uh, conforming to a stereotype is good or bad, it's, it is decidedly practice way for a person to figure out what they like, what's comfortable. Also, social standing. Some cliques are more popular than others, knowing which clique you're in and thus where you would fit into the larger social hierarchy is important life skill. So these are things that are good about joining a clique. Now, what you want to caution yourself with, uh, particularly in American culture, peer crowds are very common and, and the phenomenon. So these groups are also uh, sort of a shortcut uh, for development. And so you want to look at that. Do, do I want to bend my personality to a clique or do I want to bend my personality to who I am? And if the click is stealing from you, then you need to get back to who you are. And that means you need to find individual friends. You know, um, by associating with a group of people, a, a person has common interests with that person can gain a sense of identity. That's a good thing. But purpose from a good support system, which is a good thing, willing to push and, ex you know, push other people or support other people within a group can be a good thing. You know, also by definition, any friend group uh, that you take part of, like couples or cliques, and any team 
is a clique. Most of these groups have to have some sort of exclusiveness to them, and that exclusiveness is also oftentimes unavoidable. So couples usually have no intention of bringing in a a third person to share their romantic relationship. So friend groups often have to draw a line somewhere because the more people a person introduces into the group, the less uh, intimate, the more vulnerable the group is with each other and the team members to bring into that team. So the more people you add, the more insecurity you add to the group. All right, that's our show. Our next show is Alternatives to Mental Health Drugs. I want to thank everybody for listening. I'd love to hear from you. My email is drgbmft at sbcglobal.net or Twitter at drgbmft. Now remember, if you want to meet a girl in a click, first greet the ugliest one. She is the security guard. All right, now fraternities and sororities are how you can graduate from your high school clicky skills to a doctorate level. Now, Richard Pryor said this, there are only three types of people that tell the truth, kids, drunk people, and anyone who is pissed off. Thanks for listening. That's our show for this week. Please join Dr. Gary Bell for another edition of Absurd Psychology next Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Now, go impress your friends and family with what you've learned today and have them tune in next week so they can be almost as smart as you.